Hi, hi, friends. My name is Tammy, and I am a dietitian, nutritionist, and yoga teacher, and this is my podcast where I bring you life lessons from the yoga mat. I'm going to help you simplify your health and wellness journey so that you can live the life you've always wanted. I'll show you how, when you take action and do things that are good for you, often you find things that are really awesome in return. Kind of like when you find chocolate on your yoga mat. Hey, hey, friends, welcome back. Episode two. So today is a conversation about something that I talk about with clients all the time. Uh, And actually just my family too, in general, right? So like family and friends. And today's topic is overcomplicating things. Why do we always try to overcomplicate things? It seems like there can be a straight line and we will go out of our way to make it way more complicated. So what is the life lesson here, right? What can we get from overcomplicating things? And what can we get from finding a little bit of simplicity? I see this a lot in my practice. Women try to make Nutrition, way more complicated than it needs to be. And some of that is because of what we see, right? Social media always has 100,000 solutions to one problem, and there's no way to know what's going to work for you. There are all these ads and uh, bright colored, shiny solutions to everything, and it seems like it needs to be complicated. The truth is, it probably doesn't need to be so complicated. So let me give you an example. As a yoga teacher, I spend a lot of time standing at the front of a class looking at people. So here's what happens all the time. I will say, step to the front of your mat. And there will be one or two people that will simply lift their foot, step to the front of the mat. No bells, no whistles, no drama, nothing. Just step to the front of the mat. But then about 50% of the class has to add some kind of flair to it, right? So we've got maybe somebody kicks their foot back and grunts on the way up and then plants the foot. And maybe there's a complicated flip or arm balance or some kind of grunting or something that goes along with simply stepping your foot to the front of your mat. It's not that complicated. So there will always be about half the class that has to add their own flair. They have to make it more complicated than just simply stepping forward because it can't be that easy, right? And then you'll have another couple, two or three yogis who will know that they need a little bit of assistance and they'll use their block or they'll get their foot halfway there and then use their hand to get the foot the rest of the way. So there's no one way, right, to get from point A to point B and how we add our own flair to it is entirely up to us, right? We can do whatever we want. What I find issue with is when we take these extra complicated steps and then complain because we can't do it because it's too hard. I can't step to the top of the mat. It's way too hard. Well, my dear, did you need to do three chaturangas on the way there? You probably did not. All you needed to do was step to the top of the mat. Or we have those that aren't going to ask for help and they're going to struggle and they're going to do everything in their power and still fall short because they didn't just ask for help or know that it's okay to ask for help. So 
Today, I want to talk about how when you are approaching some kind of change, like whether it's changing your diet or picking up a new yoga habit, you don't need to make it so complicated. There's no reason to add all of the bells and whistles at the beginning. There's no rush. Take your time and simplify. This is what I find is the number one reason people aren't successful. They try to add all of the spices right at the front, right? So you try to add in, if you're trying to lose weight, you give up all of the sweets, you give up all of your favorite foods, you pick up a habit of trying to run every day, hitting every class at the gym, you're doing double workouts, uh, you're, you're not drinking wine, you're not going out with your friends, you've literally cut off everything about your life that you enjoy. And then it's too hard. And then you miss your friends or you really want a cookie or whatever it is. And so you say, forget it. I quit. This is too hard. I'm not going to do it. So you don't always have to do all of the things right up front. In fact, if you do all of the things right up front, I can guarantee you, you're going to probably fail. So what do we do instead? We take baby steps. We start at the beginning. Where are you? Where are you right now? If you want to lose weight, look at what you're doing now. What's not working? What are the things that are glaring at you in your face that are the reasons that you're not losing weight? And then start with that. If you go out to eat five nights a week, that might be contributing to the reason why you can't lose weight. So maybe you go out to eat three nights a week and start there. Do that for a while. See if it helps. If not, try something else. Now, of course, that's what I'm here for, right? I'm here to help you to figure out exactly what path and to support you along the way. But you can do a lot of this stuff. A lot of this work has to happen from you. It's a mindset practice. It's getting out of that. I need to do everything perfectly right off the bat. This is another reason why people aren't successful, why women are failing, because we have this idea in our head that we need to do everything perfectly all of the time. We have to put the perfect dinner on the table. The kids have to look immaculate when they leave the house. If somebody comes over and we have a dust bunny blowing across the, the room, we're appalled because we feel like we're not being perfect enough. This doesn't work, ladies. It doesn't work in any aspect of your life. You're going to have to be okay with being a little bit imperfect. Stop overcomplicating things. You don't always have to do it perfectly. So when you're looking at any aspect of your health and wellness journey, start at the beginning. Where are you today? What can you do today that isn't going to feel like a huge sacrifice? Begin there and work your way up. Take your time with it. You didn't wake up this morning and all of a sudden find yourself in this weight category. You didn't wake up this morning and find yourself with hot flashes, or maybe you did. You didn't wake up this morning and all of a sudden realize that, oh my God, my life is a hot mess. How did that happen? No, things happen slowly over time. In order to get back, you need to take little teeny tiny baby steps to get back. So meal planning is something that we've been talking about in the membership a lot lately. It's something I've been talking about with clients for years. 
I don't like to give meal plans. I feel like meal plans aren't serving anybody because I give you this uh, list of of recipes and then you have to now figure out how to shop for it, figure out how to make your family eat it, figure out how to find the time for all of this and uh, you know, put it into place, right? And then I don't know what you like to eat, so maybe you don't even like three quarters of the food that are on there. Now, keep in mind, I do... I do work with meal plans for people, but I have you help me make them, right? We start with where you are and then we add in what is going to be needed to get you to where you want to go, right? So a lot of times my clients will come to me and they'll have downloaded this meal plan and it's super complicated off the interweb and they'll say, well, I'm going to do this okay, I'm not going to tell you what to do. (laughs) You do you, because I'm going to wait for you to tell me that it didn't work and then we're going to fix it from there. So invariably, two weeks goes by, we come back to our next appointment and always, how did the meal plan go? Well, I didn't quite get to it or it was really complicated or this happened or that happened or the other thing happened. So yeah, we tried to overcomplicate it. So instead of printing out the perfect meal plan from the interweb, maybe let's just take a look at one or two things that we can improve upon. Breakfast is a Pop-Tart. Okay, we could probably find something with a little bit more nutritional value than a Pop-Tart, right? So let's start there. Let's do nothing but eat a balanced breakfast for two weeks. That's all you have to do, ladies. And then after two weeks, that new breakfast is going to feel so easy. And then you can move on to something else. So stop complicating, overcomplicating things. It's not serving you. Here's another example. I'm full of examples today. Here's another example. Uh, If you are in the 45 to 55 age range, all of a sudden, everything seems very overwhelming, right? You are a woman who is all of a sudden gaining weight. You've got belly fat that you never had before, you have hot flashes, you're not sleeping at night, you can't remember where you put your keys, hint, they're probably in the freezer, you don't know what the heck is going on, and everything is overwhelming. So you saw in a social media post, women over 40 shouldn't eat gluten. Cool, sounds somewhat valid, right? Okay, let's try it. So you give up all gluten, but you love pasta. Pasta's your jam, right? You love to eat pasta. You give up gluten, you do it for about two weeks, you don't notice any difference, but because the interweb said no gluten, you are bound and determined that you can no longer eat anything with wheat ever again. No more pasta for you. So you try all the fancy pastas, you spend hundreds of dollars on gourmet and gluten-free, and all of these products that you don't like, you're not enjoying your food, and then we step on the scale, and you're 10 pounds heavier, and you're still not sleeping at night, and you miss your friends, and you miss your pasta, and it didn't work anyway. So my point here is, if you're going to overcomplicate things, expect that you're going to miss out. Expect that it's not going to work out the way that you envision because complicated doesn't mean results. 
Maybe the answer wasn't to give up gluten totally. Maybe the answer was to not eat pasta seven nights a week, followed by subs for lunch four nights a week, four days a week, right? So maybe there's an in-between. Maybe you just need less gluten. Maybe you just need less pasta. You don't always have to give everything up. You don't always have to overcomplicate everything. So my question for you for this episode this week is how can I simplify my life today? So take a look, get out that journal, take a look at what's going on with you. What are things you don't need to be doing? Whatever your goal is, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, you're probably overcomplicating things because you heard it worked for somebody else or because it's something you saw on a post on social media. It's probably not as complicated as you think. As a matter of fact, that's what a lot of my clients tell me that at the end of the day, oh, it wasn't as complicated as I thought. (laughs) So that is your action item for this week. I want you to take out your journal. I want you to ask yourself the question, how can I simplify my life today? Maybe use that as your prompt for journaling. Use it as your meditation prompt. Whatever it is that you're into that adds to your day, not complicates it, what is that thing that's going to help you get there? How can I simplify my life today? All right, my friends, that is it for this episode. How do you stop overcomplicating your life and still get to your goals? Your action is to get out that journal, get on that yoga mat and meditate or journal and make a plan. How do I simplify things? Sounds like really good homework to me. All right, my friends, I will see you next time. Have a fabulous day. 